Hello, everybody. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Uh, Alex Correa here. Or as you may know me, not Kevin. Or as the host of the attack on Twitch. Or the guy who produces and sometimes inappropriately giggles in the background of these pointless podcasts. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin was not able to record the intro to the podcast this week. As he is uh, much too busy hosting Hack My Life. Uh, and wheeling and dealing and Wolf of Wall Streetin'. By which I'm referring to his work ethic and not his love of quaaludes. Uh, although, speaking of expensive addictions, today's episode does have a sponsor. Uh, that's right, today's episode of the Pointless Podcast is brought to you by Cottonhood. Uh, what is Cottonhood, you ask? Simple. And not like that the answer is simple, but that Cottonhood is apparel that is simple, clean, minimalist, has no logos, and no prints. It's just quality clothing at a fraction of the price. They've got men's and women's shirts, hoodies, tank tops, and jackets without any patterns or unnecessary brand logos. So I'm asking you guys to go to cottonhood.com and use the promo code pointless for 40% off the already insanely low prices. Listen, they offer a zip hoodie for just $29. But bam, you slash that with the promo code pointless, that's a $17 hoodie. Uh, Stack up on the basics and set yourself free from wardrobe anxiety. Go to cottonhood.com and use the promo code pointless for 40% off any purchase site-wide. Remember, be you. Be free. Be Cottonhood. Today's episode of the Pointless Podcast is with none other than the very, very lovely Andrea Lowell. Uh, She's a model, an actress, an all-around force of nature. Uh, You may know her from hosting the Playboy Radio, and you will definitely know her from this episode of the podcast Enjoy this episode of the Pointless Podcast with Miss Andrea Lowell. And this is where I usually start the intro music. Right here. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red America. The NEAA. Everybody slaying vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus, America. Where did, where did you grow up that being cool was how far you could jam a Q-tip into your ear hole? Okay, so my sister was watching me while I was in the bathtub. Yeah. And uh, she was dancing around with Q-tips up her nose and in her ears. And I was like, oh, I want to be just like I'm my big sister. I'm a porcupine. Look yeah. at me. And you're like, that's cool. So I went, boom, boom, boom. And the left one would not stay in. So I went like this. Uh. Oh, no. And ever since, I've had a very hypersensitive left ear. No. Yeah, it was it was very painful. Did I you could... realize the oopsie that was made the moment you pressed it? Yeah. Yeah. There was blood. <laughs> oh, there no. was multiple uh, doctor visits. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It to was... be fair, though, <laughs> you won the cool off. That was really cool because you had blood to anything or like a lifetime of injury. Yeah. And that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I remember <laughs> nap time afterward in preschool for like a year being forced to uh, lay on my left side so the blood could drain out. Oh, God. <laughs> what happened? Did you just shatter the, the eardrum or what? Was it a puncture of a thing, a it, membrane? Or? I don't remember the exact diagnosis. I'm mm-hmm. sure if we called my mom, she would know. Yeah. But it was on the verge of rupture. Like Ooh. I had just missed it by like a millimeter. And till, till this very day, it bothers uh, me. Well, I'm glad it didn't puncture. I'm glad there was no <laughs> rupture. We'll keep the headphone volumes at a yes. satisfactory level. We'll keep it. In. I'm really like, I'm so glamorous. Yes. I bleed from the ears. Look at me. I'm majestic. I, I healed. 
Andrea, thank you for sitting down today. It is my absolute pleasure. You it know is, you're one of my favorite people. That it, you've said that the three times we've met each other. <laughs> it's been like in seven. this world. Has it been? It's been a handful, and it's always been a delight to be in the same room with you. Let alone having a conversation with you. You have you have the aura. You have the radial effect of radiance and beauty and wonderment, and it's always a joy. And I know you're slammed right now. I know you're as busy as can be, <laughs> so we will get into that. Yes. Um, for those who are just now tuning in, hello, this is The Pointless Podcast. We're doing it live. Andrea Lowell is my guest. You may know her as a fitness expert, right? Yeah. Uh, a thinker. Yes. Because we're going to talk about that as Love well. And the host you. of the, the Playboy Morning Show. It used to be the Playboy Radio Show, right? Morning Radio Show? Well, it was always the Playboy Morning Show, but it used to be exclusively a radio show. Right. And since there was a some sort of contractual disagreement between Satellite and Playboy, we decided, F you guys, we're still going to do our show, but we're going to do it on Playboy TV. So now it's a TV show that we simulcast on PlayboyRadio.com, if that's not too confusing. Right. So people can watch it live, but also listen on demand. Oh, my brain's hurting. I just, how do I masturbate to it? I don't get it. Where do I, <laughs> what screen do I look at to finish? You have a plethora of choices. Great. <laughs> well, I, you know, the few times that I had done the show, it was always the, I'm, I'm on a couch and you guys are gracious and we're chatting. And then yes. there's always somebody on a mini trampoline in a corner. Yes. Bouncing around, having cold cuts and or salami poured on them. There's always something going on. And it yes. was always fascinating to me to go like, oh, this is a radio show. But but look at the, there's a, the mini trampoline. Well, there's the People didn't believe us. They yeah. thought you guys are not really doing this. Andrea's fat and ugly for one. Two, these girls must look like four. And three, like there's just no way all this hot sexiness is going on. No way. Yeah. So Playboy TV decided, you know what, for 100 episodes, we're going to film this, prove that what we're doing is absolutely 100% true. We didn't change the content or the format at all, just rolled on it. And then after the 100 episodes, they're like, you know what, this is actually a pretty good TV show. And we're like, Somewhere near a thousand Playboy TV episodes of the morning Amazing. show. Amazing! Congratulations Thanks. on all that. Yeah, that's insane. And it is it. It's such a weird. I know it's it's your day to day, but it's such it a is. weird Wonka factory to show up to <laughs> when you're a guest of just like nudity and and, and like crew guys sipping coffee. It's like, dude, dude. it's eight. We got to get out of here by eight thirty. Move those sandbags. And you're like, okay, okay. I am so desensitized yeah. to breasts, nipples, labia, landing strips. Like you name it, I'm like I've seen. A thousand of different people. Probably more than a gyno on a day-to-day -day basis. Definitely more than a gyno. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been inside. I haven't sure. done the excavation. But I definitely, like, I'm just, it takes a lot to get me really excited. The girl has to be, like, supermodel hot for me to kind of be like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. So today was a good example of that. I don't remember who the girls were, but I was like, damn, it's getting hot. There was here. a couple tens for you? There was some really hotties. Uh, okay, we got to tone this show. we got to tone this down cuz I keep this very <laughs> PG and it's already it's already getting hot and bothered. Take me back on from the journey. So you you uh from the bathtub to Playboy. <laughs> They did a spread of like the hottest ear injuries and this was back in yes. in 2003. And we called it uh, it all started in the tub. Yep. No, uh, back in 2002, I was a student at UC Irvine studying right. biology. See, because I said thinker. <laughs> and I wanted to throw that out there because I, I know you've talked about this before, but so many people are so quick to immediately discount someone who is attractive. Mm -hmm. And there, there was going to be an ellipsis of who's attractive and, but it's like, oh, no, you're attractive. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so who takes care of you? <laughs> who's the man in your life that is paying your bills and making yes. your way because you've done very good at being attractive and yes. that's all you have to do, right? A hundred percent. So you were going to college to be a biologist. Well, I wanted to be a doctor. So the goal was pre-med, medical school, be a reconstructive plastic surgeon. That's what I wanted to be. I saw an ad in the OC Weekly with a bunny head that said, 
are you hot enough for Playboy? And I was like, I think so. So <laughs> You're this, like, challenge accepted, this, bitches. This is like back in the day, right? This is 2002. So I call the number. I'm like, hey, can I make an appointment? Uh, they had a huge casting in a uh, hotel penthouse. I went up, and it was very stereotypical Playboy. Everyone, big, huge blonde hair, big, fake boobies, super tan, and then me, like this little natural blonde with like little wispy hair walks in. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have this. But they took a bunch of naked photos of me. Four weeks later, I got a phone call. They wanted to set up a shoot. I did my very first Playboy pictorial for the College Girls issue, and then I've done 29 that I know of since, and uh, a bunch Wait, of that you Playboy. know of. Is there like a Playboy while you were sleeping issue where they yes. just come in and snap some photos while you're? Yeah, no, kind of. They not, <laughs> not not like that where they take pictures unknowingly. Was but Cosby a will... guest editor of what happened? Well, you know, there, he does have some legacy with the Playboy Mansion. Oh, so does who he? knows? Okay. No, but uh, what they do is they will repurpose your photos for Playboy Mexico or Playboy something. So I don't know how many spreads I actually have, but I've done 29 mm -hmm. pictorials that I know. Separate shoots. Okay. Yes. So now at 19, <laughs> to want to be a reconstructive plastic surgeon, which maybe has something to do with the miracles that the doctors worked on the ear. Where does that come from? Where did that... Was that your folks saying, hey, be, you know, make something? How about a doctor? I've always had a scientific mind. I always have done extremely well in chemistry, biology, you name it. I've always gotten an A plus and enjoyed the work. My mom was a uh, science teacher, biologist growing up. You know, conversations at the dinner table were the periodic table of elements rather than how was soccer practice. It, like, it was like AU was gold. It, it was like seriously. Wow. So I always had it in my mind that I wanted to do something super sciencey. But what happened was my career really took off with Playboy and I had this horrible decision to make let my entire family down and also let my dream of becoming a doctor kind of go to the wayside or dude, be a model for Playboy. And I started modeling for Playboy behind my parents' back, dropped That's, out of school. Oh, I have a whole, there's a whole Pandora's box of questioning yeah, that is, that I mean, you just cracked wide open because like even, how do you get the nerve at 19? Obviously you, you thought you were attractive, so that had to have been reinforced. Mm -hmm. People must have told you you were pretty. But to go from, did you have experience with modeling prior to yes. that? Okay. So I'd been kind of a child actress slash model since about the age of 12. Uh, commercials are how I paid for college and my first car and all that stuff. So I knew I had a good on-camera presence, but I really wanted to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. So once I started getting all these repetitive calls from Playboy, can you host this show? Can you do this event? Can we fly you here? Can you go all over the world with us? I was like, I have a choice to make here. Either travel the world with Playboy and get paid for it or go to med school and not make a dollar till I'm like 33. Right. So I made the decision. My parents really didn't know. They found out because one of my mom's students brought uh, my <laughs> magazine and asked her if she could get me to, sign, get it. to sign it. Oh my and God. She was mortified and I apologize to this day. I'm so sorry you found out like that. I wish I had the balls to tell you, but I was too young and dumb at the time to have the nerve. Um, well, what do you think, what, what in your head was <laughs> happening? Do you think that they would disown you or? I thought they would never find out because the people they run with, the circle they're in, you know, they're very upright standing citizens. They don't read Playboy. I really thought it was going to just be this thing that just was swept under the rug and they'd never even know about it. But it got blown up and I finally had to own it. I realized, one, I have no problem with nudity. I think I have a really great God-given natural body. I'm very proud of that. And you know, Playboy needed someone that was not only good looking in person, but that could represent the, uh, the brand on radio and on television. Mm -hmm. So boom, 
12 years later, I'm still working full-time for Playboy Radio and TV. That is an amazing tenure. Congrats <laughs> on that. That's huge. Thank you. I'm so, I'm so blessed. So wait, so take me back to that. Was it a phone call or was it just an awkward, like someone dropped a gravy ladle at Thanksgiving and was like, you know, Andrea, we saw this. It's your vagina. You like know, how did that call go down? It never really happened. Uh, uh, we kind of didn't talk about it. My sisters told me, you know, mom knows. I was like, oh my God, mom knows. That was a phone call. But she never really brought it up because we knew it wasn't going to be a comfortable conversation. Mm -hmm. So this is really bizarre. But about two months ago, we had the conversation. Really? She goes, did you know how I found out? I said, yes. And uh, I found out because that's how my sister told me. Wait, is this over a chai latte? Like randomly? No, like it just comes phone. out? Oh, okay. We were on a two-hour, just heart-to-heart -heart phone conversation. Yeah. Um, I asked her, I said, have you ever seen any of my work? She said, no. I said, has dad seen any of my work? She goes, no. I was like, okay, then we're fine. <laughs> but his coworkers tell him about every single episode. They watch every second of it. I knew my mom had not seen my work when she commented something about getting either a bikini wax or this or that regarding pubic hair. And I was like, mom, if you've seen my layouts, you know there was no hair there. So I knew for sure she'd never seen my work. Right. Now, what about the, what about the morning show, though? Is that something that they've tuned into? Have they Absolutely seen it? Not, no. Really? Well, Playboy TV is a subscription channel, sure. and they don't have that premium level of cable. And if they did, they would not want to. Well, the holidays are coming up. What better way <laughs> to gift your folks? Give them the gift of you, Andrea. Go for it. Sign them up. If I knew my loved ones were watching, I would be. I wouldn't be myself. Really? I would. I would have a filter on. I would be afraid. I would say something that would offend them. And this goes for pretty much anyone. I tell my friends, if you watch my show, don't tell me. Because I want to have that liberty to just be myself, be free, tell stories, and not worry about any repercussions. Because right. that's how I'm best when I'm just being me. Well, I, you know, I have some friends that are in the, in the adult entertainment industry, and mm -hmm. it's always difficult when because I was oh, like, <laughs> can I say I'm a fan of your work? Should I even be a fan? Should I know your work? <laughs> I'm gonna just walk away now. Like I'm a fan. Like and then and then no, I want you to be. The answer is usually I want you to be a fan because that's what I do, and that's fine. And I don't have any hangups about it. And right. I go, oh right. Clearly, I'm the one that has the hangups about it because yes. I'm having trouble even saying that I'm aware of what you do. Yeah. So I could see that being a little precarious around the family. It is. It's like they're, they're definitely not proud of the line of work I am I am in, but they're definitely proud of my accomplishment. That's it. Yeah. So they kind of, we just kind of don't talk about it really. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand. And it's, and it's easy to like... You can look at people that work for uh, Exxon as well. And it's like, well, mm -hmm. they, look at how oh, yeah. accomplished and look at the, the line of work that they've done. I'm like, yeah, but wait, well, that's. Too, I'm like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to look at the earth. Yeah. Am I going to actually compare it, compare your industry to like to a, to what the BP is doing to the Gulf? No, I'm not. not but it, but it's a solid analogy. But a lot of fluids have been spilled yes. is all yes. I'm saying. Y now, yeah. they, they and shot they and dribbled. <laughs> Just mostly sadly dribbled. Oh. More, mostly it's like, I'm going to give you the warning, step back, and yeah, that's all I got. I'm going to yeah. go make a sandwich. Aww. Do you want one? Yeah, that's Grubhub. <laughs> um, so when they start calling to go from 19 and like answering a random ad, showing up for these photo shoots to suddenly, hey, you want to get on this roller coaster and fucking ride this thing yes, out? Yes, yes. What is that reality like for you? Because I can't imagine. You know, it happened so fast. And it was nonstop recurrent work that I didn't really have time to analyze it. Mm -hmm. I just, like you said, jumped on that roller coaster and hung on for the ride. The biggest lull I've gone without work from Playboy has been like three months. Wow. So it's never like the ride hasn't 
you know, right. continue to roll on. But that it's, was it, it sounds, so it's almost like hockey stick growth, that exponential rise. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good support group in place or were you making every mistake that you could to get you to the place where now you're a <laughs> successful, well-adjusted you human know, being? Working for Playboy is actually a very lovely experience. I didn't really need any support group. I actually felt some of the most professionalism I've ever experienced within TV, film, commercials, whatever. Cause you know, like I said, I've been doing this for a long ass time. Yeah. At Playboy TV, I felt like in a way they kind of molded me to be an even better host and an even better on-air talent, so they kind of coddled me. There was no really outside support needed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's good to hear, though. I know. I feel so grateful to it. So were there were there moments where you look around? Because I, I had a couple at, early on at G4. I did about 12, 13 years there myself. Oh, I Started know, working baby. there when I was 18. You know I'm your biggest fan. Oh, thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Browse a wiki. I like that. Um, but no, it, for me, it was a very similar experience. That's why I immediately understand everything yes. that you're saying. And I had to, like, I'm, I'm standing on the Great Wall of China. Mm-hmm. Looking over a bunch of guys playing a video game on computers going, right. like, what the fuck is this? I'm 21 <laughs> and I'm in China and I'm playing video games on the Great Wall. There were moments like that that peppered. I, I'm, they must pale in comparison to some of the, the, the spaces you've I been mean, in. I mean, if you put it in that regard, I've seen some wild stuff along the ride. Yeah. You know, I've been to sex clubs in the UK. I've been, you know, tied to a railroad track to, you know, <laughs> wait, see what okay, it, Wait, what? To, yeah, because I wanted to see what it was like to um, succumb to bondage on a really high, intense level. Like I was like, the Home Depot has double-braided rope. You could do I mean, that in, in the comfort of your own living room. Why did you get on the train tracks? Because I'm an extremist in a lot of ways, and okay. I'm like, you know, fuck the tie, the zip tie. Like, put me on a railroad, <laughs> leave me stranded, and then fuck me up and rescue me. Like, literally, I was terrified. Uh, but I did it. And those are some of the things I've done with Playboy TV that have been so badass and so cool. And I would have never had those experiences. The funniest thing, though, is when people say to me, so when are you going to go back and uh, get your medical degree? I'm like, <laughs> You're like no, no, no I never. Like, obviously, my life is going to take different turns and paths and do whatever. But I've gone so far in this direction and I'm really happy going in this direction. You know, being a public voice and talking to people every day that I don't want to go back to studying in school. I yeah. love learning, but elective learning. Yeah, ex- forced learning. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and do a shoot with a stethoscope. It's fine. You yeah, can play baby. nurse any day. It's totally <laughs> fine. So now while you've been growing this incredible career, this incredible body of work, you've also been focused on your body as well because yes. I know you're super into health, yes. fitness, all that stuff. So you're, are you a certified personal trainer I as well? I am. So you, you did do that. Mm-hmm. So being done with work at 10 a.m. every day, <laughs> you have a lot of free time. Right. And so all I really had to do, and this seems like a dream come true, but in reality, it was very lonely and boring, was I would get massages, I would go shopping, and I would go to the gym and work out with my trainer. And I was really super bored and just like, there has to be more to life than this. It just was very vain and not really what I wanted. And my personal trainer said to me, you know, you have a real natural talent for fitness. You should become a personal trainer. And at first, my ego was like, fuck this bitch. I'm not training people, please. Like, Come on, I'm not answering to someone. Like, hell no, <laughs> spreadsheet, I'm not right. But it kept gnawing at my soul. I kept thinking about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I just did the certification, and I've been training for about three years now. I'm so successful. I don't use uh, the Playboy stuff at all to garner clients. I actually don't talk to them about it at all. I only get clients based on results, and mm-hmm. I have a wait list. I'm like super jam-packed. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to put on my gym clothes and go train people until really? about 10 p.m. tonight. So now what's the – I feel like every other day I've, – I've 
I have dabbled with the notion of becoming healthy. Okay. Like I have wax and wane with the, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do it. And I feel like the more and the more in shape I try to get, the more I break myself. Okay. The more I destroy myself. Mm -hmm. What's the, and then I also feel like every other week <laughs> I scroll past a Facebook study that tells me that coffee's actually going to explode my colon, but no one cup is good. And then all oh, that raw diet that you're on. Well, that's, you're going to collapse by the time you're 35. I feel like there's so much competing science, so much conflicting everything. There is. What is the new hotness or what is the tried and true hotness okay. that I should be following? So I don't believe in any sort of trend. I, I do believe, and I, I also do a health and fitness show, again, on Playboy Radio. So every week I'm scouring the Internet for new studies, new research, new anecdotes, new stuff. And what I do is I don't just believe that one source. I then keep searching. I find a bunch of different sources, and then I come to my own conclusion and then speak on that. So I think that's what That everyone... sounds really dangerous. I feel like it's a lot easier to just pick a, like one side of the spectrum and just spout it out. <laughs> are you Fox or CNN? Which are you when it comes to fitness? I don't like to be either. I like okay. to use myself as my own guinea pig. Um, I'm also a certified raw foods nutritionist, so the fact that you mentioned raw is pretty, you know. No, I don't think it's a coincidence, but the, that you mentioned it. I'm mostly raw i've been a hundred percent right now i'm about 90 percent and i love it so raw means you you go don't. to the store you rip the chicken out you're not allowed to cook it i don't eat chicken <laughs> what's, what's it's raw is all it's all uncooked unprepped or no is it not you can prep it you can minimally process it but you don't want to heat anything and this is varying depending on who you talk to you don't want to heat anything to above 108 degrees fahrenheit to 118 degrees fahrenheit because then it kills the enzymes mm. so you want to keep those enzymes alive so you look and feel your best okay now here's the reason people fail because they jump right into something and then they crash and burn and they rebound They're like this is too hard so what I do for myself and my clients, we just keep making little tweaks and tweaks and tweaks to get you to a lifestyle you can sustain. Because if you just jump right into the deep end, you're going to sink. Mm -hmm. You'll do it for like a month and a half on adrenaline. Like, oh, yeah, look at my new diet. I'm the bomb. Yay. Oh, look at these lean gains. But then you're like, fuck, I really want that birthday cake. And then you'll crash. Right. So it's just about making small tweaks and getting to a place where you want to be. I don't think the raw diet is for everyone. I think that you have to educate yourself. Um, on all these different types of diet, and once you understand the benefits, the pros and cons, then decide if it's right for you. So what's like a? And I know you talk about this a lot. So pardon my ignorance if I'm uh, talk if it's if you're sick and tired <laughs> of discussing it. it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like like if I were to go raw tomorrow, which I know is not the advice. It would be to slowly integrate it, and that makes right. a lot of sense. But like, what is it? What is a raw dinner? What's a raw breakfast that is? I eat fruit for breakfast, mm -hmm. and I eat unlimited fruit for breakfast. So people are like, damn, you're eating that whole bag of, like, two-pound bag of grapes? Yeah, I sure am. I 100% am. So apples, um, super ripe bananas, um, grapes, mangoes, like any, as, any and as much fruit as I want. You don't have to worry about which ones have good sugar and bad no. sugar because no. I've, I've been told. That, that. That's when I was like, you know what? Fuck dieting and fuck eating healthy because now you're telling me that fruit is bad for me. No, fruit is nature's gift to the world. That's, Give what, me I a break. Get, that's what I felt like. If, if, if the world is producing it for me to eat, it's probably pretty good. This machine has evolved to digest yes. it. Yes. If you have an insulin issue or you're diabetic, obviously talk to your doctor about delving into a fruit-only breakfast. Mm -hmm. But for typically healthy people, having fruit for breakfast is wonderful because breakfast literally means breaking the fast, which I'm sure you know. And you want to break your fast with something that is, one, 90% digested in your mouth. So by the time it gets to your stomach, it doesn't have to use all that energy to break it down. And you're getting the water content, the live enzymes, the phytonutrients, the vitamins, the minerals. I mean, it's pretty much a no-brainer. Uh, that makes a lot. Because I find myself now, like, I'll wake up, I'll do a little insanity. 
little living room workout, sweat on my own hardwood, you know? Get it. And then I will go and have a massive brunch. Yeah. And I immediately want to roll over and just die. I want to go into a food coma. And that's probably what it is. It's it's all my, it's my stomach going to work. Well, it's energy levels. What people don't realize is let's say we eat a big cooked protein breakfast, like eggs, maybe a chicken breast. I'm being overly exaggerative because of the proteins, like just a bunch of protein and it's all cooked. It can take up to 65% of your body's total energy to digest that and break it down. So now you've done this crazy insanity workout. You're already at an energy probably deficit. And now you're putting 65% of your body's energy into digesting that massive brunch you just had. Of course you're going to crash. So, no, it's not tryptophan. It's not food coma. It's literally like it's sucking you dry of your energy. See, I just thought like, oh, like that's my two a day. I'll have a, like an intense workout and then I'll just eat so much crap that my body, it's like, oh, fuck crunches. Yeah. I'll just let my stomach go to work on that. But it's yeah. not, I'm not yielding the results so that I want. Protein-based, uh, plant-based protein sources don't take that much energy and effort for the body to digest and utilize. So you can get your protein source from plants if you don't want to worry about all your energy being sucked from you. Okay. So fruit-based breakfast. Yeah. And then I'll have a huge... So a raw diet is a diet of abundance. There's no calorie counting. There's no portion control. It's eat whatever the hell you want. Just don't cook it. So I'll make literally a mixing bowl size, huge salad. I put everything I can desire into it. I make my own salad dressings and my Vitamix. So I make them as hot and spicy as I want. And literally, I'm just feasting on this huge salad. I'm so satisfied. I'm so What are you throwing in it, though? Because you can't... Everything. Yeah? I mean, my kitchen, it's like... uh, it's like the produce section of a grocery store. Yeah. It's just all ingredients. There's no prepackaged anything. So I have to make my own food, which makes me much more conscious about what I'm making. Sure. And I don't add any oil. Um, I just chop up any vegetables. I add superfoods like hemp seeds or stuff like that. Yeah, I always go for nutrient-dense foods because some people that just eat fruits or just eat vegetables, you're not going to get the trace minerals and other things that you need. So you always have to supplement with superfoods. Okay. You're like, okay, shut okay, up now. So, no, I'm not. Not at all. I'm trying to take it all in. You're like, superfoods, and I got to put a cape on a carrot? Now, what the fuck is a superfood? And then how do I, like... I should say that this is not me following some trend. This has been my life's research. Since I was about 17 years old, I started researching how to live the longest and live disease-free through diet. Mm-hmm. And I've read every book you can imagine. Um, I've spent hours, months, years online. I've been in libraries. I've been all over. It's literally my passion. I love this stuff. I love reading about it. And I came to my own conclusion and I decided I'm going to do a high raw diet, lots of superfoods. And then when I do work out, I'm going to go beast mode. So I realized since I've changed my diet, I can work out not that often. But when I was calorie counting, eating processed food, eating a lot of cooked food, eating a bunch of crap and drinking a lot. I had to work out four or five days a week and Mm -hmm. I wasn't at my goal. Now I work out once, maybe on a good week, twice a week and I'm 13, 14% body fat. What's the, what's the 10% non-raw that you're cycling in then? Social events, work gatherings, you know, Thanksgiving. Trust me, I got down with that pecan pie. Like, you know, I'm having mom stuffing and I have to be careful though, because sometimes when we stop introducing foods, uh, naughty foods into our diet, the body stops producing the enzymes to break it down. So if I were to eat a piece of red meat right now, in about two hours, I'd be really sick. 
So I can pick and choose what cooked foods I eat. Right. I just have to know how my body's going to respond. So. And then social, is that like alcohol went out at an event or something like that? Does that count? Like work stuff. Yeah. yeah if I'm out with friends, I don't ever want to make my diet the topic of conversation at someone's event because that's me hijacking their event. It's right. like, this is your birthday. Let's talk about Andrea's raw diet. So I just eat whatever they put out. And- I love that that's what you get. I gave you the gift of, look, open the card. Oh, it says, ask me about my diet. Yes, Come on, guys. Because people are so baffled by it. And I don't expect anyone to understand it because I've done literally over a decade of research right. on it. So I can't pe- expect people to not think, one, I'm a freak, or two, I'm on some weird funky diet, or I have an eating disorder. It's like, no, I literally don't want to get sick. I don't want to die. I don't want to get cancer. And lo and behold, I've, I don't get sick. Ever. I can't tell you the last time I was sick. Incredible. Yeah. But, but if you want to lick a doorknob here, though, by the way, that is like the best way to challenge yourself. Because you this is, we are one big Petri Don't dish wanna risk with microphones. Herpes because that's forever. But that's true. Maybe, I mean, I could lick something. That is true. <laughs> I have no fear about it. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I love, okay. Because I'm, I'm looking for something. Like, that sounds like a fun challenge. What but, about but the notion of eating season. for, well, right. And that's exactly it. And, and sushi's raw. Yeah. So you can get a bunch of sashimi. I when I go out um, for sushi, I get a big sashimi salad and just some extra sashimi on the side. I typically keep my diet mostly plant based, but I'm not super strict about it. Of course, I'm going to get down with some sashimi if mm-hmm. I want to. Do you think that 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 diet that that plan can work for anyone, or do you think there's there's uh, there's something to eating for your body type. I do that. The first book I ever read was about wellness for longevity was eat right for your blood type by mm-hmm. Dr. John Diadamo. I think that's his name. And that's what really got me interested. I definitely do think that everyone's blood type has different antigens that are better at breaking things down. Hence why certain people have food allergies that other people don't. I do think it is correlated to blood type, but you can still do that raw. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You still can. It's just pretty much a lot of people, like type O, they can eat as much red meat as they want. So, you know, your options are tartare and carpaccio, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good to know. Because I, I think the other thing is that when I hear raw a lot, it's I always think like, oh, you can't, it's almost conflate it with vegan, which it's completely not. Vegan's but, a lifestyle. I right. mean, I definitely am sympathetic to the animals. I think we all have a right to be alive. I, I do think that. But sure. I... I we're also, we do. also have our place in the food chain. We I, also have a right yeah, to eat things I mean, beneath us. I definitely wear Uggs <laughs> yeah. and there's leather in my car. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I don't like to be a hypocrite. So I do like to keep my, my food plant-based, but I couldn't call myself a vegan. Sure. But yeah. I just like the notion of, okay, if I'm going to dial up the raw thing, I can still have some animal every <laughs> yeah, now and then. Like, that's sure. okay. So, yeah, yeah. And certain enough. bodies thrive on meat. They really do. Like typo again, for right. example. Okay. So. I mentioned Thinker. Yes, baby. We just talked a lot about <laughs> enzymes, enzymes and uh, alkaline levels and yes. whatnots and this, that, the other. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> but do you, you must have, I don't know if early on in your career you dealt with this or if you still deal with it today, uh, doing something associated with the, the, the brand that has the bunny, you know, being an attractive woman that also has an opinion and knowledge. Yes. Have you felt yourself being either marginalized yes. or discounted? Yes. Probably by men. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming by men, People, maybe by other women as well. I don't know. You know, a lot of women um, assume I'm a gold digger or a lot of men just assume I'm a bimbo, uh, which I'm fine with. That's their issue, right. not mine. But I've been with the same guy since college. I actually copied his organic, organic chemistry homework freshman year. And I've been with that same regular dude 
for what seems like forever. And people are like, oh, well, how regular is he? He works in a restaurant. Like, he's a regular dude. So it's not, I'm definitely not a gold digger. I definitely love to think. I love to learn. And I do like breaking stereotypes. But unfortunately, you know, I've been trying to build this fitness brand and I've approached many different production companies with this idea of a superfood show or a raw food show. And they only want to jump on board if I associate it with Playboy. And I'm like, why? Like, it's me and my knowledge. Why do we need to put a bunny head on it? Right. And it's not Playboy saying that. Playboy loves what I do. They want me to grow. They want me to be me. But it seems like a lot of people are only interested in me if I latch on to the Playboy brand. That's wild. It's so weird. What is what is their what is their creative on that that you should be like at a Whole Foods with some bunnies bouncing around and like picking out raw foods? Like, I don't because it's aspirational. People want that centerfold figure, and I'm like, first of all, I was never a centerfold. A, a lot of spreads and pictorials, but never a centerfold. So I can't even use the word centerfold because right. again, that's a that's lying. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, they, they just feel like it's an aspirational brand and that they would have success with it. Instead but also, of, fuck them. They wouldn't say that to Guy Fieri. No. They would never say, like, what, 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 what's aspirational about his body? Oh, I want to get some punky colors and well, be able to point to hamburgers? Like, I will say that I also have been told in the health and wellness and food regard, I need to appeal to the Walmart audience, which is middle America. And raw, plant-based superfoods are super coastal. And that when you're going to the Food Network, going to the Cooking Channel, going right. to these big networks, if you're not appealing to the people who do most of their shopping at Walmart, it's going to fail. And I'm like, well, you can't buy bee pollen at Walmart or spirulina. <laughs> like, help. So I, I just, I'm kind of, I'm figuring it out. That I breaks might have, my heart. I might have to go rogue. Well, also, you, <laughs> might, you might need to be the voice that breaks through yes! and influences That's what I'm saying. that demographic and yes. makes them demand that bee pollen get carried at a Walmart, yes. which will mostly be flakes of lead paint packaged <laughs> in China. But that's fine. At least it'll say bee pollen on it. You, <laughs> Thank like, you, Kevin. It takes some, I'm serious. Like, oh, that's so frustrating to hear that. That yeah. is so... So frustrating. But I've been dealing with this for a long time I'm now, sure. so it doesn't really it doesn't bother me anymore. But it's just it's more frustrating. It's like how do I cross this invisible barrier? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. Do you also get as a as a as a, a a woman with extreme intelligence and experience? Do you get frustrated by some of the people who may even come on your own show or be involved in that sphere that you see at events? Or you're like, oh, you're the reason why I get put in a certain box sometimes. I pity them. I never, yeah, I couldn't imagine going through life uh, not being able to comprehend or think clearly or just observe. I've met some real ding-dongs, and I just, I just more pity them. Yeah. And I'm not mad at them for perpetuating the stereotype, but it, it's not their fault. If all you have are tits and ass, then use them like be, i'm trying you know what i'm saying i'm like, trying if that's what you got work with what you got so it's people at least they're self-aware enough to know hey i'm hot i have a good body let me at least do uh, mm -hmm. do this naked spread for whatever reason right. so i don't hold it against them but it definitely doesn't help my cause <laughs> right that must be weird to see that but then also see those who are leveraging that or allowing that that you know that lifestyle that existence yes. to exist to see both sides of that yeah. and and to be able to work within that system as well yeah you know i just find it it's more like a systematic failure not mine and if people know if if people can play the game even if it is kind of through ignorance even if they don't even know they're playing the game and finding success i'm right. happy for them right. you know what Good for them. So is the <laughs> is the five to ten year to fifteen year plan? I don't know how far you you've 
flip on your day planner you know what? to schedule it out. What's the end game? I am so like a live in the moment person, but I know it's unreasonable to not have a plan. Like I think that's kind of foolish, but I'm trying to be like, don't live in the future, live in the present. I would love to have my own superfood restaurant, end goal. Just let that kind of do its thing. My man, who has all this restaurant experience, right. can run the damn thing. I Absolutely. can come up with some yummy and delicious recipes. I always want to continue to train people and just help people be the healthiest versions of them. So that my end goal is, I think, to you know, gracefully transition to being a voice for health and wellness. Nothing wrong with that. I, That's I a wonderful so. plan. And the thing is, too, with my clients, I don't push the raw diet on them at all. Mm-hmm. I let them have their own diet. We take their diet and we tweak it. So I'm not like this raw food evangelist at all. I'm just, I always try to help people make the decisions that are right for them. But with my own restaurant, you know, it's going to be some raw superfood. Right. Well, <laughs> I look, and you're not pushing it on me, but it's like when I hear the, oh, I might, be able to, I might be able to get away with only working out once or twice a week. Yes. I say, oh, I'm paying attention yeah. to whatever it is you're, you're yeah. preaching. Like, I'm Seriously, on board. Seriously, any trainer will tell you this, no matter what their belief is on exercise or nutrition, it is 70 to 80% food. Right. 30 to 20 to 30% working out. Yeah. Oh, hi again. It's me, your old pal, not Kevin, interrupting the podcast to tell you about today's sponsor, which is none other than Canary. Oh, I know what that is. It's a bird, right? Well, yes, but not exactly the canary we're talking about. Uh, Canary is a complete home security system in a single device. Listen, if your idea of home security is, say, sleepless nights sitting next to your front door desperately grasping onto a baseball bat like mine is, uh, you may want to rethink how you protect your home. Since launching earlier this year, people across the world have been using Canary to stop burglaries and other serious no-nos from happening in their home. Uh, Canary has a smorgasbord of high-tech features that will keep you and your place safe and sound. Most importantly, uh, I think, Canary has a 1080p HD camera complete with a wide-angle lens, motion detection, and night vision. So you can watch your home live at any time, no matter what the condition is. Uh, You've also got a little something called computer vision, as well as smart notifications. Uh, So Canary's algorithms send you intelligent notifications when something out of the ordinary is happening at your home. And what happens when it catches a problem with its special computer eyes? Well, it does its darndest to get it the hell up out of your house. Canary has a 90 decibel siren that's loud enough to scare off intruders. And uh, Canary also pulls in local police and fire department numbers uh, near home. So if you're traveling, you can quickly get in touch with the right people, which is super cool. Also, Canary conveniently automatically arms and disarms when you leave or come home. So you don't have to worry about fiddling with a little keypad or something next to your door, which is always annoying. Uh, And here's the cool part. You can link up to four Canary devices together in one location. So if you need to, say, cover your Victorian castle with a number of Canary devices, you can. Uh, Your crown jewels are protected. Also, Canary monitors your home's temperature, humidity, and air quality to protect you against the things you can't see or hear. Like, maybe if someone's just, like, tooting up a storm, it'll catch that. All right, I don't know if that it can do that. But I believe in it. So start protecting your home with Canary today for just $1.99. Go to meetcanary.com and use the promo code POINTLESS to get free overnight shipping. You can have it tomorrow if you use the promo code POINTLESS because you should not go a day with your crown jewels being exposed. Protect those jewels. Uh, That's meetcanary.com. Use the promo code POINTLESS. Canary, smart home security for everyone. Back to the podcast. I know I could do 500 crunches before I go to bed. I know yeah. I could do that. I'm not going to see anything unless I change that diet. 100% yeah. because you can't see that six-pack if you have a little 
layer of fat on top of it. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah. No. I do, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah. But I do love sativa and a bag of Funyuns. Oh, like I do yeah. just love going See, to town. The great thing about you though is you're an ectomorph, so you can eat as Wait, a, I'm a what? It's a body type. Okay. So you, I'm an amorphous blob that haunts <laughs> Ghostbusters. Not what the fuck amorphous. am I? Amorphous. You're not amorphous. <laughs> no, you're an ectomorph, meaning you're naturally slender. Yeah, I'm a very lean dude. You yeah. can probably eat a lot. So what I would recommend for you is having, I would say, a protein shake or something really nice and protein dense before you go to bed because you have a hyper metabolism, so you're not getting even even thinner. So lift really, really heavy, obviously under the guidance of a trainer so you don't hurt yourself. Right. And then just make sure you're eating a lot. I mean, it sounds like you have the perfect situation going on. I want... <laughs> can we do this? Can you train me? Of course I can. No, I mean, really? Yeah. Like, I'll be paying client. Let's do, let's do it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah? Okay. Because I'm sinewy. Like, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a pipe cleaner with teeth. Like, I am a porcelain doll. I feel you. I know this. And I want to put some on. But I feel like every time I've tried to actually throw weights around, yeah. I end up completely shattering my delicate porcelain bones. And I know it's mm. because I'm pushing it way too hard, yeah, way you... too fast, and not giving myself rest days. Yeah. And I am, I am all, I'm, there's no middle with me. I'm not in the gray. I'm a one or a zero. Yeah, no, and, and that's true with a lot of people, especially in our industry. We're kind of like perfectionists. Kind of, we are, and so we want to do the. Like, Who me? What? What in this weird cardboard <laughs> sex dungeon screams perfectionist to you? But okay, do you know what I'm saying? Though yeah. it's like we want to do the best we can do. We want to get the most efficient uh, workout we can possibly yes. have. Return we, on investment. We want to maximize it. it. Yes. So we always go a little bit overboard. So the fact is, you want to start with what you can do at the appropriate weight for your strength level, and then just incrementally increase. So you're increasing so gradually and so steadily that. Sooner or later, you're like, damn, how the hell am I deadlifting 300 pounds when I was right. just doing like 90 last week? Right. I mean, not last week, but you know what I mean? Over a few months. Of course. So it's just about gradually increasing the weight. Because I'm thinking of doing it hardcore again because I got a couple weeks off. So I was like, if there's ever a time to do it, it's going to be over this Christmas well, break. Well, you know, I break. told you I have two weeks off too. Well, then can mm -hmm. we make it happen? And should I cycle in some human growth hormones? <laughs> And I'm, I'm half kidding, but I'm half serious. I've seen, I've seen dudes make incredible gains by cycling in a little bit. And it's not that they go the pro wrestler route. I don't want to get roid rage and yes. Kool-Aid through a wall. Dude, I've seen some horrible instances yeah, I don't, of roid rage. I, I don't need that. That would not be a good look on you. I don't You're need too that. too sweet for that. Uh, you know what? Talk to an endocrinologist, and if they think you're a candidate, go for okay, it. Okay, there's a guy at the 24-hour fitness. His name is <laughs> Darus. And he's got a duffel bag filled with all sorts of weird test tubes. He said he's a somethingologist. Okay. Should I trust him? No. Okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're getting it from a doctor. Or there's even uh, clinics that aren't necessarily doctor's offices like Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center and stuff mm -hmm. like that that can give you testosterone therapy or human growth therapy that are actually under the um, you know supervision of a doctor. Yeah. Whereas an actual prescription, they take your blood, they do that stuff. So you can actually get the perfect dosage okay. for you. I've never personally tried it. My clients have never tried it. But I don't think I'm going to go down you know the road. I've, I've been toying with it. I was like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, no, whatever I can naturally do, that's fine. I don't yeah. need the I don't need the the diesel fuel and monster truck explosions version of me. And I have I'm seen, okay with that. I have seen um, people who take human growth hormone and they actually lose a lot of weight. Really? So it's not necessarily a hypertrophy thing as much as it can be a weight loss thing. So you have to be careful with that because you don't want to end up looking like Kate Moss in the early 90s. I would be inverse. I would yes. be a black hole. Light wouldn't escape yes. me if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just walk into a room and get dimmer. <laughs> like, oh, Kevin's been really hitting the gym. <laughs> it's cold in here. Yeah. Okay, so 
regular regular husband, which yes. is an interesting adjective to use because I'm sure you don't believe he's regular. No, he's a very like, special dude. You're making the point that he's a regular guy. He's a regular guy. He's not yes. a fucking like billionaire. We don't own a yacht. You know, there's no right. helipad on the top of my house. Like he's a regular dude with a regular job. But who, for someone like you who is in, working in the environment, or at least was while you guys were together, there must be some irregular stuff going down. <laughs> what do you mean, like threesomes? Like, or foursomes or fivesomes <laughs> or twelvesomes? I don't want to be presumptuous. I just was, I was like, look, we talked about raw foods. You know, now I'd like to talk about raw dogging or is raw it, something else. Is it considered irregular if it happens often? <laughs> Here's on. the thing. As I said, we met freshman year of college mm -hmm. he asked me to be his girlfriend the day before i did my first playboy shoot so he's been along with me on this entire ride and he knew that you were going into that shoot then oh, so yes. he was signed up because it does take us yes. it does take a special breed to be okay yes with a career where you're like i every guy has insecurities and jealousies mm -hmm. and they will flare up if i see like an instagram filter oh, sure. i'm like why'd you use lo-fi yeah. in that photo with that guy what are you trying to say like uh -huh. <laughs> so i can only imagine he had to be on board in a certain way with yeah. you and your career. And trust me, there we've had issues about this when we were younger. Sure. Now that we've like grown and evolved and matured, it's like, yeah, he'll, he'll like laugh at it. Oh, yeah, you're doing Playboy again, whatever. But I mean, we do we did have to kind of grow up together and evolve that way. Mm -hmm. And we have been afforded some really interesting lifestyle experiences. Go on. I would not consider myself a swinger by any means, even though we have soft swapped before okay um what, oh, soft swap it's where is that like no penetration no okay it's like you get first base <laughs> and that's it like it's just a soft diddle it's like two couples uh -huh. and you switch partners in the same room okay and there's a, a few different definitions of soft swap but that's one of them and sure. so we've done that um i have had three ways with girls I've been on the cover of Playboy with. Yes, ma'am. So he's been very fortunate to have the highest caliber. Uh, I was like, talk. Threesome come partners. on, man. He's very spoiled. And I sometimes I just want to like shake him by the neck and say, do you realize like what <laughs> fucking gold you found at the end of this motherfucking rainbow? Because your daily existence is what people kill for dream for like pray about like all this shit and this is like your tuesday night <laughs> i have to say the threesomes have tapered down since i've been working so much mm -hmm. um but you know what he's been dropping some hints i think it's time to uh throw him a little bone oh okay you know okay how does he drop how do you drop hints about something like that you uh, just like leave a a flashlight like draped over the back of a chair and be like, well, honey, you weren't home, so I don't, I don't know. It was actually a text. It said, hey, I had a uh, dream last night about ah. a threesome. It's been on my mind lately. I mean, we're very... It's pretty good. We're very straightforward. Pretty straightforward, yeah. Uh, I don't like to read between the lines. I don't like hints. I don't like guessing. I don't like rhymes and, and riddles. Just tell me what you want. The answer is either yes or no, but the, you're not going to know the answer unless you ask. I'm not a psychic. Uh, see, I would always that I went about it the wrong way. Oh, what did you I would do? always print out photos of random <laughs> girls and I would laminate them and just leave them no, up on the walls no. and everywhere. And they'd be like, "What is that? It's a mood board. Like maybe the mood would strike you to fuck her and me at the same time." Uh, have you had a threesome? I've uh, yeah, I've had a few. I've had a couple. Um, and but it was never you like leading it, right? It was always the girl. Yeah, and yeah. and I feel and I feel that at the end of at the end of it, it was always like, "Oh, she was way more interested in you than me," and that's fine. Yeah, but it was sort of like I never had one where everybody was really into everyone sort of thing. And that, yeah. that, that's, 
they're very they're difficult there has they're to be difficult a, to navigate there has to be a ringleader there yeah. has to be someone kind of telling everyone what their assigned role is in a way because then it can kind of lose its uh momentum yeah and someone's just in the corner like wait should i be like jacking off watching or should i be eating her butthole like you're kind of you don't know what to do right. so it's really great if someone's like i'm just over there um, holding the instruction manual like it's ikea furniture i don't know. know where to where does widget a go anybody anybody available oh you guys look good you're busy yeah. I got my white gloves and my top hat and my, <laughs> my silver hoop. I'm trying to be the ringleader, and it's not working. So I'm always ringleader. I'm commando. Yeah. Because that way, I don't feel like my guy and this girl are going to go off and do their own thing without me. Right. I know that she doesn't feel uncomfortable because he's not telling her what to do. And I know he's not going to feel left out if we're two together. Right. Because I actually learned that the hard way. One time, I was going down on this chick. It was supposed to be a threesome. <laughs> and it just... He just kind of got scooted out. It wasn't intentional. And he's, the sun went down. A rooster crowed. The sun came back up. That's when you decided to pop up for your air. And you're, honey, are you still here? He goes, "You're in the room, sweetheart." I'm. I'm literally like. I lost track of time down there. I'm sorry. I'm literally like eating it. Like you know. I'm like it's getting, a raw like salad. Like, yeah. You just had the, like, like a mixing bowl filled with kale. Like it's an abundant raw salad. I'm just fucking <laughs> eating it with no regard to portion control. Okay. And I hear this, hey, babe. <laughs> just that. tapping you on the it's, shoulder. It's, it's too real that it's not fucking hilarious. He's like, hey, babe, I'm feeling kind of left out. <laughs> and I literally, I'm not joking at all, lift my head from the puss, look back. I'm like, that's because we're ignoring you. And I go oh, right back. And I realized at the oh. time, that's when honesty isn't good. I wasn't ignoring him because we didn't want the D. I was ignoring him because I was so involved. You were in that moment. So I had, yeah. And that was one of the first times we'd been in threesomes. So we, you kind of have to play with that a little bit. And I think the best thing to do is make sure the girl is the ringleader. Make, unless you want a situation where the guy's really kind of telling you what to do because that's the situation you, you ask yeah, for. Yeah, that's totally me. I'm a sexual traffic cop. Some girls really like <laughs> I'm just not that dude, to be though, told but, what to do. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if a guy was like, oh, why don't you two kiss? That'd be hot. If I was into it. Right. But I don't want some guy telling me what to do if I feel like I don't want to do that. So let the girl lead. Have fun. Let the girls enjoy each other. Trust me. We want the D2. Just wait for it. You know, be involved, keep touching us, caress us. I'm fine. I want you to finish yeah. up as much as you can because I've got a good 15, 30 thrusts in me. Yeah. That's a window, 15 yeah. to 30. And that's not minutes. That's 15 to 30 thrusts. No, I got There's more that. than one woman. And I'll tell you this. To me, I think a guy finishing fast is a compliment. Thank you. I think. And you're welcome. Bravo, <laughs> that's, 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 all, I mean, that's what I always say. I'm always yeah. like, you're welcome. I did that for you. I, I hope like you enjoyed it. If it takes more than like five minutes, I'm like, is something wrong with me? Like, is did I get loose all of a sudden, or like are my fifth Like, are you playing Operation down there? Touch yeah, the sides. I, what I'm, are you doing? I am just like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's going on? So I think I like it when a guy comes fast because it makes me know I still got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you ever need to pick me still up, got it. I, it's fine. It's fine. It's fifteen seconds. Would you ever have a threesome with another guy? Not that you two would be like actually sucking each other's dicks, but like just. Well, be... now why? Not? Now let's not put limitations well, on I it. Let's pose the question. I want to start at baby steps. Could we Chinese finger trap each yes. other? Where I put mine into his hole, and oh. then we put the flesh around it. Like... Let's start. Let's start at, like the bottom rung. Um, would you ever share a chick like you? Yeah, I think I will. It's funny. This has been brought up a few times. Oh. With the rela no, 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 no. Well, not here. Oh, no, not here. This has been brought up in 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 relationships because I. I when have when if a, if if a if a woman gives me the gift of a threesome, right. she's well within her right to request 
a threesome with a man, right? Like, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. 110% Thank you for on board. saying it. And I have in, in previous relationships said, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And if that makes me uncomfortable and you don't like that, then you can be completely uncomfortable with the yeah. notion of giving me a threesome with another girl. You know what I mean? Like, that's yes. totally fine. With that said, a little bit of distance, yeah, I think I would. I think yeah. I would. It, I, it wouldn't do much for me, no. you know, but, but, if you knew but the she notion of turning it, her on, yes. the notion of giving that gift okay. to her, then yes. So now let's go a step up. Sure. What if you were doing like the Eiffel Tower, a yeah, little yeah, yeah. high five on yeah. top, and she was like, will you suck his dick? That would really get me going. Nah, I don't. Just like a little lick. Uh, a little frenulite tap. I get <laughs> like a little mic check. Swirl just a little, corona. Just a little, <laughs> yeah. just a little one of those. Make sure it's still on. That would actually, just, this is so weird. That actually kind of turned me on. <laughs> I would I, do, you know, I give it a drinking bird. I would do one of these. Remember I said it it's really hard to turn me lips. on and like I'm desensitized. I see everything. Yeah. I think it's because I'm so used to seeing just like beautiful tits and ass all day. Thinking of you being awkwardly tapping a dick with your tongue <laughs> or, your, or your nose or something just like actually excited me. I'd let, I'd let what him, is wrong with I guess me? I would let him rest it on my cheek like a diva mic. Yeah. Like, a, like a Britney yes. Spears headset mic. I'd let him rest it there and I would yeah. sing into it. And that's about it. Okay. I don't think I would. I don't have any. Here's a, I don't have any hangups about it. it's a dick. Like they're not. I don't think they're particularly attractive. No. But it's like it's a dick. I also probably. I think I'd be great at it. I probably. I probably would. I know I could give a mean hand job. I've got yes. almost thirty years of practice on yeah. it. Yeah. That would be like I started when I was three. So never mind. <laughs> I've got basic math, not my thing. That's why I talk. Yeah. Uh, me too. I've got a long, long history with that. So yes. I think I'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. And I don't like. It's not like no. I'm not going to do it because that's gay. I have no hangups about that. Right. It's just the process of it. Would give, I don't think it would give me anything. But again, if I'm yeah. if this is all predicated on I'm doing it to bring For, someone else pleasure situation, and excitement, yeah, yeah, I'll suck your husband's dick. I guess uh, that's what. So I can take you home. <laughs> I do have a 15 minute window today between this and training. I don't have. A, I can't handle. I can't do three times in a session. I can't. I can't have that. No, but that's one of our things. That's like I really want two guys. And has he? Have you done he, that? Has he? He won't. No, eh? I haven't. So he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to see me getting pleased by another guy. What if like, you did it with uh, no penetration? But... He told me he would let me do it with two other guys as long as I don't tell him about it ever. But the fact is, I really want to do it with him. It's, yeah, you want so to share like, that. I really do want to do it with him. And so I'm like, fuck. So he kind of gave me this carte blanche, and I'm not using right. it. You got the hall pass, but you don't want to yeah, sit in the but, hall. And here what if the thing. other guy is hung like a field mouse? That doesn't bother asking me. Asking for a friend. That doesn't bother me. No, would that make him less nervous or concerned, or does it not involve that at all? Does what do it have you mean? anything to do? <laughs> like if the man was exceptional, like just, like if he had to take dick pics while hovering over a micro-machine city to make it look like it was sizable. You know what? I'm a pleaser. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you have a micro dick, I'm going to give you the best like deep throat of your life. And if it looks like this, I'll pretend to gag. I'll have spit dribbling down my chin because I want you to feel like King Kong. You don't have to take it all the way into the ass cheek to feel that I'm way gonna, on a man like me. You have I'm, to really unhinge and swallow my entire lower portion. I don't discriminate when it comes to dick size. I really don't. My only thing is... It have just, you been faced with a micro penis before? Not a micro... Okay. But I've seen some pretty small ones. And right, like seven and a quarter? No, like three. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. So what do you do? What do you, do? you just suck it like a champ. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just pretend that it's amazing. That uh, is a Creed training montage <laughs> that I want to see so badly. <laughs> you just you practicing just, on tiny you, objects. You just, I mean, actually, 
it's kind of hard to suck a really small dick because you Lose can't. Los has been saying this for years. You can't wrap. You can't do anything but suck it. Right. Because there's you can't there's grab no, it like yeah, this. If you give it a little a little hold on the bottom, it's going to draw attention to how small it is. So you do the no hands thing, which is totally fine, but it gets kind of boring and repetitious. So then you get repetitious just to get it over with. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. What are you supposed to? Are you supposed to pop and lock with your free limbs? Like yeah. what are you really supposed to do? You, you can only waterfall caress some thighs so many times. Got to juggle the balls a little bit. That is. It is such a kind thing to say though that it's about making the other person feel that empowerment, that whatever. Yeah. Because I had a. Girl that would use two hands and all she had to do was kick out four three of her fingers on each hand okay and it was so kind of her to do because i'm like oh she needs two hands to deal with me yeah baby look at that it looked like a weird wu-tang sign go that she ahead was, no. yeah <laughs> she's flashing so what, signs why, at you. why doesn't your so if you're the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that has given the the gift of many a threesome yes. to the husband is it so does that does that like does it bother you that he's like i don't want to see someone else doing that to you or no, do you get it because i get it yeah i get it uh why and then but when it's reversed the other way because he knows i enjoy eating pussy right so that's the thing i know he doesn't want to see another guy's dick in my mouth right. he doesn't want to see me moan in ecstasy let's say this guy has like a you know huge congo cock mm -hmm. he doesn't want to see me being stuffed with that like <laughs> When you love someone with every like ounce of your soul, <laughs> you, you really just don't want to see them get that pleasure. The fact that there was a semicolon in that sentence from huge Congo dick getting stuffed to when you love someone. <laughs> I'm big on the proper use of semicolons, so I'm glad you picked up oh, on that. That's fantastic. That wasn't even a run on. It was just a brilliant continuation. Thank you, dear. But yeah, I get it. He just doesn't yeah, want to. He doesn't want to see it. And even like when I mention other trysts. It's like, I know it makes them uncomfortable, and I, I get it. I do enjoy hooking up with women. Would I ever date one? Hell no. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a relationship with a woman. feel the exact same way. But I love, do you love eating pussy? I love licking yeah. clit. Like, I love it. I feel like I'm good at it. It's kind of like you and the hand jobs. Like, you've been doing it for a long sure. time. I know how to get myself off. Let me share what I know with you. <laughs> I'm a giver. Hey, man. I was I was with somebody who uh, who was like, no, I was I was I was making the transition, and they was like, no, that doesn't that doesn't do it for me. And I literally was like, oh, well, then this is this is gonna be the first and last. Uh -huh. This will never work again because I enjoy that process so much. Right. This is their this is the end of our road. Good yeah. day. I extinguished their torch and kicked them off the island. Aww. So I get it. Now, did you know that you liked women pre Playboy, or is that something you discovered while you were oh. working for them? I mean, some of my first sexual experiences in my youth were with women. Really? Um, all my exploration was done with, with women. Um, as, I mean, God, let me think back. Uh, definitely the first time I ever, like, manually stimulated someone, it was a woman. Um, any doctor playing was with women. Really? Yeah, but there's never been any relationship. There's, I, don't, I don't enjoy women like that i love miss friends sure but i don't want to like deal with your bullshit emotions on a daily basis and deal with your pms and stuff or move in with you i don't want you stealing my makeup like i just i don't want to be with a woman at all <laughs> I, I i don't even know if i can be with me and i think i'm a pretty cool chick it's just like women are a fucking roller coaster and it's like you know what i, I give props to all men out there and all lesbians and anything in between that's putting up with us <laughs>
because we are one hell of a ride. <laughs> yeah, I love um, Brie and I used to talk all the time about how there was you know scientific studies that they they always use men like every research paper pharma, pharmacological study yeah. blah 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 because they're stable because they're stable. <laughs> but but then it's like but that but you know the 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 one week a month where hormones change and pheromones act up and blah and that that brain chemistry changes. Yeah, it's not unnormal. You know, it's a completely natural thing. Absolutely. But it's so weird to believe that like sci the scientific community is like well that brain we can't even touch because yeah. we're not going to acknowledge that Here's whole week. That's how crazy that week is. Not just for oh, guys yeah. in a relationship, for scientists and lab coats. They're like, yeah. nah, fuck PMS. We don't want to deal with that. We need that out of these studies. You're 100% accurate. Scientists could find a female panel, but they'd have to find females that were all on the same right. cycle, which is like almost impossible. So there you go. I will say, tapping back to superfoods, I have found that maca, M-A-C-A, which is mm -hmm. a root, yeah. um, maca powder, completely eradicated all of my PMS symptoms. So, guys. Gentlemen across the fucking globe. Start spiking your chicks. Morning <laughs> wait, drink. wait, no, no, no. That's not what I was going to Write it oh, down. Oh, oh, oh. Write it down. <laughs> have a conversation. See if she'll let you stir some in with a morning beverage. You went. You went full dose. <laughs> no, the fact is, it's a medicinal grade superfood, so you want to start with small doses, like half a teaspoon, literally. I've been taking it for the last three months. Not only am I hacking my nails down with like one of those big black nail files because my nails are growing out of control, my hair is growing super long, but I don't have any PMS anymore. I'm like, I, I feel really? like, why doesn't the world know about this? So it's a uh, hormone stabilizer. So it, there you go. Does it, does it, numb the receptors of those hormones or does no. it give you does it bring up the levels of other hormones to yeah. match like what? it's a testosterone booster so it's really great for men and virility and it's also a libido enhancer but maca is an adaptogen that means to put it in a really layman's way it's like it gives you what your body needs but doesn't what you don't so it kind of becomes exactly what you need it's really crazy. I would highly suggest you researching it. I 100% will. And because it works for guys, girls, I use it as a pre-workout. I take it every morning. Um, and literally, I, since I've been taking it every day for three months, I'm like, who am I? Like, I'm, I actually feel like I'm me again, really? like, all month long. Because I used to be a fucking crazy nightmare. Like, a diapers commercial would come on with, like, a questionably cute baby. I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> And then, you know, the phone rang. Why the fuck are you calling me? And I'm like, oh, my God, what is this, like, extreme, like, craziness of emotions I was going through? And I hated it. Like, what woman would enjoy that? Sure. But every month you're dealing with that. So finally, I was just like, I'm, like, trying to preach the word of maca because everyone needs to get up on that. I love it. I'm going to scroll relationships. it. I'm going to memento that right into my fucking forearm. <laughs> I'm just going to scroll it in there and just hold it up. Yes. Sweetheart. Yes. It's just you do this now. Yeah. This is something you do. Mm -hmm. uh, should I work out fasted in the morning, by the way? I do. Okay. Because that's I what I've do. been doing, and I like it. Yeah. I get a little sip of water. I get it done. I, yeah. I, like, I, there is... I did coffee once or twice yeah. and it was great. I had some energy, but I find for me, it was like, oh, water and fasted workout was the yes. best for me. And you know, that's one of those things that certain individuals do want to play with. I have clients that actually need a little bit of something, but mm -hmm. then I'll tell them just have something like fruit before you work out. So it's just straight, clean, burning energy. It gets into the system quickly. But me, I know based on all of my practical experience, I work out best fasted. Okay. So yeah, if I'm going to do weightlifting or something like that, body. I'll have a little protein and give it 45 minutes. Yes. But for this insanity, body weight resistance yeah. stuff, which I'm actually enjoying a lot, yeah. uh, it's a little water. I'm I fine. feel you. Okay. Yeah. All right. you do it. you have five minutes for questions? Can we do that from, from the people watching live? Is that okay? Oh, geez. There's people watching live? Oh, my God. Video? 
Get out of here! We're on something? <laughs> People heard everything I said. What is the... Yeah, of course. What is the going to be the most convenient way to arrange the threesome with your husband, though? Is it through Facebook Messenger? Should I, I just tweet you know to him? You know what's so funny? I fucking hate Facebook. I have not installed Messenger yet. Me neither. I'm I would, like... Well, actually, I recently did. Wait, is that how we kind of got a hold of each other? It and I through, actually said to you, yeah. I don't go on my Facebook? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Yeah, it. that's it. Because I hate Messenger. I and it nags too. you to install it. And then you install it. And it'll nag you to turn on notifications for it. And if you don't, it'll put like a one pop-up uh-huh. next to the app that you can't clear yeah. until you... I don't want to talk about it. I want to get back to threesomes. Okay, so let's, let's, let's talk Facebook. threesomes. And I have no notifications on on my phone. Okay, anymore. great. None. Okay, what do you, what am I doing? I just, oh, no, 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 I'll, Los will fire away some oh, questions. Okay, I think Liz, fire, you've been grabbing fire. questions, someone's been grabbing questions. Guys, if you have questions for Andrea, oh, geez. go ahead and go ahead and fire <laughs> them away and we will ask them. But I, my first question on behalf of the chat room was yes. like, how should this go down? Should we like go to oh, Firefly? Oh, you and I? And, and my man? Yeah, I, I will, I want to have sex with him first so he's comfortable okay. with me well, being in a room with the two of you. He is a foodie, so maybe ah, take him to sushi. Maybe okay. get him some sake. Get him a little loosened up. Mm-hmm. That kubota in the belly? Yeah. Does he like hot or cold? Uh, what, sake? sake? Yeah, yeah. Cold, Okay, dude. good. Oh, uh, yes. Dude. Cold. Okay, good. Because you get some flavor that way. for pussies. Like, if you don't know about... I, I'm, I'm like super trained in sake. Like, straight up. <laughs> uh, don't do hot. Do you hot. have a favorite sake? Um, Kabuto Manjo is one of my favorite. Hoyo is really good. Um... I like Namagenshu, which is a unfiltered, unprocessed. I mean, there's a bunch of different ones. There's different levels, Ginjo, Daiginjo. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I like anything as long as it's not oaky at all or buttery. I don't like a long finish. On you want it. more light floral? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. I like it light, floral, and dry. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I haven't talked in a long-ass time. But this is your husband. I need to romance no, him. No, but he's like me. Okay, We like good. the same shit, which, okay. is, which is cool. We like have the same hobbies. We like the same food. Done and done. I'm in love just, with him already. Just, he just doesn't want that dick yet. So I no, need I'm you gonna, to come and in. It's, it's non-threatening. I need you to just weasel in. It's really non-threatening. He's it's kind watching of watching right now. Pretty, hey, Why don't you make a out, plea? Listen, what's your husband's name? I'm James. sorry. James. James. Non-threatening. You are, you are not going to feel a thing. You're not even going to know it happened. And when it's done, I'm going to get you the regular Uber. That Uber black, son. You're not getting the Uber X. All right? I'm going to treat you like the man that you are. And you deserve that luxury. And I'm going to spring for it. No lift rides here. We're going to take care of it. I got a heated blanket. I got some goat's milk. I'll massage your calves right before I put you to sleep. And I give delicate neck kisses. And I think that's it. Is that, I mean. Please, honey, please. Just swipe right, buddy. Tweet us now. Swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see it. Los, you got some, uh, you got some questions there, sir? Yeah, so uh, Geo Eyeballing You wants to know, what, was, what are some of the most influential books you've read? Oh, geez. Off the top of my head, I've, I've literally read so many um, I always forget that I've, I've even I'm gone like, back oh, to read oh. books and gone like, oh, I read this one already. I'm terrible with remembering what I, I will read. answer him in just a second, but the thing I hate the most is when I've done tons of research, I post some shit based on my research, and then people go, show me the links, show me the research. And I'm like, I'm not going to re-research this shit. Ugh, it's so frustrating to me. Yeah. Um, definitely just really simple, 150th Foods on Earth, super amazing. I've read all the different Eat Right for Your Blood type books. Um, Carol Alt's books, uh, anything by David Avocado Wolf, Eating for Beauty. His middle name is beauty. Avocado? We call him Avocado. Oh, I was like, well, that's pretty, he was born into this. Avocado is what we call him. David Avocado Wolf. Close friends of his call him Avo. I'm not there yet. Uh, <laughs> but anything by David Wolf. He's the guy, he's the spokesperson for the Nutribullet. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, he's kind of my guru. So anything by him. 
Uh, Dr. Norton Graham wrote the 801010 book, which I found very enlightening. So off the top of my head, those are some of my favorites. 801010, is that the, the portions of the plate? Is that what that is? It's an actual ratio of carbs to fat to protein. Okay. And it's just something to open your eyes. It's not to be followed 100% unless you're willing to do it. Okay. I've done it and it's uh, it's trying. Yeah, I look damn. You had good hot. results though. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just hard to sustain. Okay, yeah. good to know. Good to know. What else you got, Los? Okay, so Von Ahrens is asking, what are your thoughts on Playboy's change to non-nude in magazines? Ah, that it. You know what? I don't even know if I have an opinion because I don't know. Ah, I'm torn. It's like finally my parents can read what I read what I'm in or right. look at what I'm in or if I'm actually featured because I've been in the magazine plenty of times not nude like oh they did an article on my radio show or this or that but they wouldn't even look at it because they don't like nudity mm -hmm. um, so I think the times are changing porn is free online why are people gonna pay you know 899 to see a centerfold barely showing the crack of a cooch so I get it there's no need for it anymore when we live in such a world of instant gratification and we need it now, now, now. Mm -hmm. Why Playboy? So I think they're going to go toward, you know, still maintain the lifestyle. When you read Playboy, you know it's so much more than just the centerfold. You have really amazing interviews, uh, even like recipes and shit. You know, it's a lifestyle. So I think they're going to just remain with sexy, super hot photos, always pushing the envelope a little further than, say, like an Esquire or a GQ would, just mm -hmm. not fully exposed per the usual. I'm completely on board with the shift mm -hmm. personally, and I like I'm not a Playboy guy necessarily. Yeah. I don't I don't have a particular brand yeah. of of adult entertainment that I that I affiliate with. But for me, like I would like Playboy to show me the the a more fully formed idea of what a sexy woman could be. And it's not just looks. And I yeah. don't need to see the wisps of some pubic hair to go. Oh yeah, she's sexy. <laughs> it's more about that full package yeah. it's someone who can speak eloquently on a certain topic who has yeah. passion about things and so as you said i could go to i could i could type in vegetables into google and yeah. do an image search and eventually i'm going to see pornography 100 like it's going to happen yeah so i don't need you to be a gateway to, to pornography for I me i got that is, i have that in spades i completely agree with you and i i agree the change is necessary i think i'm just a little sad because it's like the legacy is coming to an end when right. it comes to that excitement of opening the magazine every month and getting the centerfold and sure. having to hide it under your mattress. And it, you know, it was like really a part of a lot of people's upbringing. So I'm sad about that aspect, but I definitely understand the need for the change. Right. So. No, you're right. It is, it is the closing. It's, it's the ending of a chapter, yeah. but thankfully, or hopefully that ending of the chapter isn't like a closing of the entire book. Oh yeah. That, that pivot will help it, you know, rise and, and, yeah. and maybe be, I don't know, a beacon for, yeah, I mean, Playboy is such an international brand that right. even whatever happens here in America, it's still going to internationally be as big as ever. Right. So I'm not really worried about the brand. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Loves? And one more, Captain Ragtag asks, what's your favorite cheat food? Ooh. My f <laughs> it's so funny. I cheat so healthy. You're, you're going to be like, bitch, you are so retarded. So I like water, but with uh, ice. I, I had some polenta <laughs> the other day. <laughs> what? No, okay, like seriously, like if I'm going to get down with the get down, <laughs> I like salt and vinegar chips. Um, I like, I love pancakes, waffles, oh, cakes, yeah. cookies. Anytime um, dessert is breakfast, I'm so happy. I love breakfast. I love scrambled eggs. I love eggs benedict. I love, uh, I love... But you can't do the scrambled butter. eggs usually, right? Because it's butter, cooked. Butter and salt. I love butter and salt. Yeah, so that would be like my ultimate cheat right. food. Um, so the last time I ate and got sick,
So I guess that would be my ultimate cheat foods. The first time was um, homemade tamales. They were bomb. Mm. And then the second time was uh, I ate an entire bag of salt and vinegar chips, and I got so sick about three hours later. I only threw up oil. Oh! My body, re- my body was like, potatoes, fine. Oil, oh, you're not God. going anywhere. So it was horrible. Did you collect that in a jar and put it on eBay at least? No. Because you know, come on, you got it. The side hustles. You know I've Andrew, never side gotten hustles. on top of the side hustle. People want to buy my panties. People want to buy my used yes. sneakers. Yes, where can I go? I'm just too lazy to go to Kinko's and ship that shit out. I'm cutting the fake leather off your chair and selling it the moment you get out of here. Oh, good, because I'm sweating kind of good up here. <laughs> Clone me with a DMA, DNM, leave it on this. I was like, guys, yeah, you shut off the AC today. It's going to be a hot one. We're you know get, what? We're I'd rather glistening. be hot than cold and miserable. Women yes. are always chilly. Uh, we're, we're just very cold by nature. Um, so it's I, better to be warm. See, I prefer cold because I can always put on clothes or layers of mm-hmm. things. So like in a, oh, are you gonna, would you rather be freezing cold or, or blisteringly hot? You know, then I always go cold. But I will never get on a plane for a vacation someplace if I have to pack pants. Oh. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me because I enjoy warm. I like right. humidity. I like that. So yeah. in, in an extreme scenario, give me cold because I can cover up. <laughs> but my thermostat's set at 78. I got you. All I'm saying is. 78 is perfect. James? Yeah. That's all I'm saying is, James, listen. I'll let you set the nest, buddy. All right? You come over. You press it. You dial that to whatever digit you want because the only digit I want is that one, and that's your one into my zero. You know what I'm saying? That's matrix code for fuck me in the butt, James. What? <laughs> uh, I didn't if I had a, if I had a minute to haiku that, it would have been far more poetic. <laughs> But it was, uh, oh, God. I tried to make a leap from thermostat you know controls to anal, and Matrix I'm sorry. Matrix is didn't... one of our favorite movies. Yeah, so that's, James, that's what I'm saying. Heat that up with a spoon. Tank, you need a patch? I got one for you right here. It's a real <laughs> small download. But I'll teach you how to fly. Come on, James. Let's get that sashimi. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> tell me why he's about to call your ass and like leave me for you. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. It was meant to be. You know this what? I believe in fate and destiny. So if this is the way the universe had a plan, I then... hate to tell you, you were a lily pad. I was leapfrogging <laughs> my way to James, and you were just a stepping stone. I'm this sorry. This would be the first time that's ever happened. I bet. It's usually they use him to get to me. Right? Well, you know here what? You go. You're the middleman. How's it feel? How's it feel? I don't like it. <laughs> Andrea, you are a doll. Thanks, You're a love. gem. Thank you for sitting down. My I'm pleasure. not. I wasn't being facetious about the training or the raw foods thing, by the way. Nor was I. Because I'm going to go away for a few days to see some yeah. family, and then when I'm back, I'm here. It's on and popping. Okay. Do I need to get a gym membership? Uh, I could come see you. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. <laughs> I really want to, because I'm, I'm serious about it now. I want to do it. Because doing the two shows plus all this other bullshit, I've kind of let everything go. Yeah. I want to get it back. I want to have command. I don't, and I don't need to look a certain way. I want to feel a and, certain and way. And that's what it is. When that's you, what it's when about. When you put health first, yeah. the body looks the way it's supposed to I don't give a shit naturally. how I like clothes are just yes. like, I'm, gonna, I'm a meat hanger. I don't care. You like, need, I don't care. I want to feel in control yes. and feel healthy. You need all the energy you can get. You need to thrive, feel amazing, and never get sick. That's what I want. Straight up. That's what I want. So then you world. can work even more. Okay. No. 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 It's a trap. It's a trap. But seriously, James, I will fuck you. Okay. Where can people go to follow you and the fitness endeavors and okay. see the Playboy Morning Show and all that madness? Uh, PlayboyTV.com or Playboy.tv. I don't even know. I'm the worst person for promotion ever. Um, at the Andrea Lowell on Twitter and Instagram. And for fitness only stuff, Andrea Lowell Fitness. Boom, baby. Done. Boom, when we get, when, when we get in that YouTube channel. When we get in that YouTube channel. Okay, so the YouTube channel is going to be Super Fit Andrea. It's active. I just haven't put anything public yet. So okay. I'm working on it. It's right. just going to be, it's super fit because it's super fitness and super foods to give you the best body of your life.
I think a raw food uh, show, program, line of products that could penetrate its way into the Walmarts and my of the world. Asshole. Uh, yes, uh-huh. that's why I was very specific with that term. <laughs> if he can't keister a product, it does not belong on that shelf. He is our quality control. Uh, yeah, he should kegel around some bee pollen. I'm Ooh. saying that, that that is it's necessary and it's needed. And I, if there's anything I can do to help you carry that torch for or that sure. banner, please let me know because I would love to see it. Thank you for sitting down. It was my pleasure. Really appreciate it. Always a joy chatting with you and coming on your show as well. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back a little bit later tonight. We got Chris. Kasich sitting down for the Pointless Podcast. Maybe we'll play some video games tonight. Probably not. I'm fucking lazy and I haven't been stoned in like weeks. So maybe I'll just go home and do that. But thank you for tuning in. We'll see you a little bit later. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Goodbye, everyone. Mm, Hope you enjoyed this episode with Miss Andrea Lowell. Uh, I know I did. I'm still reeling. Still giggling. Still blushing, actually. Uh, Shit got real. Just wanted to remind you folks that this episode was brought to you by Canary, a complete home security system in a single device. Uh, when Canary detects something out of the ordinary, it sends intelligent notifications with HD video straight to your phone. Uh, Canary puts you in control during an emergency uh, through the Canary app. You can watch live footage, sound a built-in siren that'll scare the pants off your off your intruders in your home, or you can connect to police near your home. So start protecting your home with Canary today for just one ninety nine. Go to meetcanary.com and use the promo code POINTLESS for free overnight shipping. Good night, everybody.